We want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. It doesn't happen and how to do it. And uh, one thing that I think we often look to to get to uh, find our fulfillment is, um, well, there's a lot of things. We, we look to relationships. We look to money. We look to our careers. We look to our calling to find our relationship with Jesus. Maybe you're called to, to, uh, to do something and you think, well, this will get me closer to God. And the only true, the only, the bottom line is the only way that we get closer to God, are you listening, is through being in his presence. Being in his presence is by being in his presence. The only way you get closer to God is by being in his presence. If I want to get close to Mariah, I can sit close to her. I can go to church and be with her at church. We can hang out. We can talk. I wish I could have come to your son, your son, <laughs> your brother's thing yesterday, but my, he was Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat, which is probably amazing. It would have been amazing to see, but my daughter was Zanita in Music Man, so I had to go to that. I'm so sorry. But we spend time with each other. That's how you get closer to each other. We say, well, I spend time with God one hour a week or 45 minutes a week at church, maybe 10 minutes on Tuesday and maybe seven minutes on Thursday. We got to be in his presence if we want to be closer to him. I know it seems simple. Yet we look to so many other places. We settle for uh, a word from the Lord on a Sunday morning, a tidbit from a sermon. We settle for a little bit of time in his presence, a surface-level prayer. Oh, Lord, give me traveling mercies. We settle for... um, we set up for being in the mail room. I don't know if you were here last week, but we talked about what it's like to be in the mail room when God's given you a penthouse office on the top floor and your name is on the building. We set up for being lukewarm when God has called us to be white hot, red hot. He's called us to be close. And, and, and we wonder why this is just not satisfying. I'm just not enjoying this relationship. It's just not what I heard some preacher say one time, it's not, that's not the relationship I have. And as we come to the end of this series, I want to call this message in close in their series called Closer, Free Refills. We have free refills. I don't want to um, be sacrilegious or be irreverent, but there is something that we don't realize that is available to us all of the time from God. He wants to re fill us. He doesn't just fill us once. Would you just pray with me again? Uh, Lord, we don't pray to say, oh, and be included in our time today because we know you are here. We know you are here, but we want your word. We want your presence on this word that we share. We know that the Bible is living and active and is able to get into our spirits Even when we're very, very fleshly people, you are able to divide right into there. We came to church with so many uh, uh, distractions, so many arguments with our families. We come trying to put on our happy face, and the pastor's telling us to smile, and we don't feel like smiling. We got so many other things going on. Lord, we lay them down. And we say divide our hearts and minds as Hebrews talks about because your word is active in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Does anyone remember when you would have to go to a, when you'd go to a store, or I mean a restaurant, or even a fast food place and be like, um, I think I'll get a, um, a large Coke. Wait, is, is there free refills? And they say, oh yeah, well I'll, then I'll get a small. Do you remember? Some of you like thought that everyone always had free refills, but they didn't. Do you remember before they did? Anyone remember that? Um, am I crazy? I, I believe not even McDonald's gave free refills. And I remember going up and my parents would tell me, go, go get a free refill, get a refill, try to get it without, I'm just kidding, they didn't do this. My mom, my mom and dad are here today again. I don't know why they're here again, but they're back in town. No, they came to visit to, um, to uh, hear me preach? No, to hear their, da their granddaughter um, in her play at school, but we're glad that you're here today. You are um, wonderful. You, I told my dad yesterday at the men's breakfast that he's uh, my mentor, and then I would have to talk about my mom. She wasn't my mentor as much as she was my, I'm trying to think of something that starts with M that, that, that has to do with spanking. <laughs> yeah, she was our, my mother, and um, uh, she was the, often the, she, she would be, oh, the mean, that starts with M, she was mean, no, she wasn't mean, but she did keep us in line, that's why I'm a Christian today, she'd be like, do you want to wake up tomorrow and everybody be gone because the rapture came, you better make sure you pray. <laughs> she might have never said that to me, but I feel like she did, and I feel like every night I would pray, oh Lord, let me go and if Jesus, if you come back, but um, she did send me up one or two times to McDonald's and ask for a re refill, and, and it was before they had free refills, and if you see a little cute kid up there, they might give it to you, right? So, you know, there used to be a time there wasn't, and I remember one particular time with my dad, we were, we were celebrating his birthday, and we went to this fancy restaurant in Hollywood, and, and the waiters and waitresses were all trying to be actors and actresses, and, and um, and so it's, it's kind of like a place you don't ask, like, is there free refills before we order for 15 of us uh, sodas? Because we're having, it was a pizza place, it was an Italian place. And you gotta have soda with pizza, right? And so we all ordered sodas and my brother and I were gonna share the bill and everyone got a soda and everyone got three refills. And if you times that by 15 people, I mean, it gets up there. It's like 300 bucks or something, if you think about it. And I remember when the bill came, we were like, oh my gosh. We should have asked, but we were too afraid to ask at the time. And I want to tell you today or remind you that the Holy Spirit is not like a pretentious restaurant. When you ask God to be a part of your life, he, Jesus, he comes in. The Holy Spirit is a part of that. He's the one that drew you to him. You're not special because you found Jesus on your own. No, you didn't. You needed the Holy Spirit. He helped you. He, found, he helped you find Jesus. And then when you found him, the Holy Spirit was there, and he wanted you to know, I'm available. You just come up, order any time. I will give you more of my spirit. I will give you more of my power, more of my peace, more of my comfort, more of my joy, more of my, you fill in the blank. He did, he did that. It's a package deal. Yet often we settle for one time. There's a scripture. Look it up. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. I'm going to read it in the uh, New International Version because that's what I'm going to read it in. And yeah, I, like the, I like the word it uses because I never say this word. Debauchery, debauchery. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, I want you to say this with me. Be filled with the Spirit. All right, instead be 
filled with the Spirit. That is an invitation to us to um, fill up our glass halfway. No, fill it up all the way. If you go to, everybody been to Chick-fil-A, if you get a sweet tea, I'm the type that gets a sweet tea, half sweet tea, half lemonade. It's delicious. And you know that when you drink it, you're going to need to go and ask for another, or they're going to actually come to you and say, Dude, would you like a refill? Of course. There's no difference with us when we be, are filled with something delicious, something wonderful, the Holy Spirit. We're going to drink it, and we're going to need more. We're going to need more of it in our lives to display God to the world. We're going to have to go back and ask. Understand this. I wrote important in my Bible here, important. Understand that just because you might have been, this is going to sound this is going to sound heretical. It's going to sound like, no, this isn't true, but it is, okay? Understand that just because you have been filled up with the Spirit in the past, you might even speak in tongues. Whoa. It doesn't mean you are filled with the Spirit today. Do you know, did you know that? Yeah, this is why you look at someone and you say, oh my gosh, they're such a spirit-filled person. How did this happen in their life? Why did they give in to this? I can't believe it. Aren't they spirit-filled? And I would say, yes, they are spirit-filled, but not today. Because when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, your mind, your emotions, your will, even your flesh is subject to the Spirit. When you're drunk in the Spirit, you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And whatever he asks you to do, you'll do it because you're, that's what fills you. But when we're filled with something else, then we'll give in to that thing. There are times I can't believe how I respond to situations. Just this last two weeks ago, Cynthia and I were um, praying together. Or fighting. I can't remember what. Oh, it was fighting. Yeah, we were fighting. And it was a small thing. It was something about our kids. It was something about, you know, something that happened. It was, um, it was uh, well, Jaden had thrown up, right? He'd thrown up all over the bed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He threw up all over the bed. I brought you a bowl. Why didn't you put the bowl there and let him throw up in the bowl, right? And he, he, he sometimes, with his breathing, it's, he did have the flu, but this wasn't why he was throwing up. It was just because he had um, swallowed too much snot, which is gross. That's why I didn't tell you, but I, I'll tell you the whole thing. So he had swallowed, and he's throwing I'm like, why'd you, why'd you, I gave you a bowl. And she was surprised at how I responded to such a small situation, because usually we're just like, all right, yeah. That's a bummer. The whole We have to change the whole sheets and everything, and even the comforter. That's a bummer. But I was upset, and she couldn't believe how upset I got. And the truth is, I was upset because, um, because I hadn't filled my mind with this. Uh, my spirit wasn't filled when it, what came out was something else. Because we fill our minds with whatever else, with our thoughts, with our fears, with our worries, we fill our minds with, um, I could ask you to raise your hand and say things, but then you'll be incriminated, so I, I'll just say them for you. If, if, um, if Patty was to raise her hand right now, she might say she is filled with, no, I won't say that. You might be filled with um, TV. You might be filled, and it may not even be bad, like Miss uh, Pastor Christian said earlier. It's not, 
It doesn't have to be bad, but if it fills your mind, you might be filled with social media. You might be filled with pornography. You might be filled with sin. You might be filled with um, too much family, vacation, too much. Every, anything can take the place of being filled with what God wants. I thought it was um, this way. Uh, once filled, always filled. I thought that was the doctrine we believe in. I've never heard that doctrine before, but no, you're not once filled, always filled. You've got to come back. You've got to come back to Jesus and get a drink. Paul explains it this way. It's found in uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through, through 17. I want to read it to you, and you, see, you can see it on the screen if you don't have your Bible. It says this, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desire of the flesh, for the flesh... That's your bad part of you, Jared, the part that you get, get embarrassed about sometimes. But the flesh is completely in contrary to the spirit. And the spirit is once what is contrary to the flesh. They're fighting each other. Notice it doesn't say, uh, go back to the first part, walk in the spirit. It doesn't say, um, verse 16, pray to not sin, pray to not sin. Ask God, help me not to sin. Think about, meditate on not sinning. And then you'll walk in the Spirit. It says, walk in the Spirit, and then you won't gratify. You won't make your flesh happy. If you're praying, oh, help me not sin right now. I'm getting ready to um, go into this place I shouldn't be in and drink something I shouldn't be drinking. Or I'm going to be opening up my c computer screen, and I'm going to be looking at things I should. I'm going to be... Um, Filling my mind with, uh, I'm going to be filling my spirit with the opposite of the Holy Spirit. So right now, Lord, help me not to sin when I do this. No. What will happen is probably you'll sin. <laughs> you'll probably give in because you're focused on not sinning, and then you'll sin. You'll focus on, oh, I can't sin, and then you'll sin. How many have ever, I mean, I don't raise your hand, but has ever worked for you? Like, oh, help me not to sin, help me not to sin. Oh, now I'm sinning. I can't believe it. Lord, forgive me says, walk in the spirit, and then you won't gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Walking in the spirit is a decision. Just like everything else is a decision. We all make our, our decisions about things. And sometimes we know we're getting ready to make the decision. And sometimes it just shows up. I didn't make the decision. I'm going to yell at my wife today and make her really mad at me. Notice she's not in here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's probably watching Jaden or cleaning up his throat. No, I'm just kidding. She's probably doing something in the kids' ministry. But but um forgot what I was saying. Um, um walking in the spirit is a decision. To be filled with the spirit is a decision. Because when you're filled with the spirit, then you are led by the Spirit. Look at this scripture, Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Jesus did this all the time. It says in Luke 4, 1, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left Jordan, the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was full of the Spirit. He was led. He wouldn't have gone into the wilderness. This is the chance. This is the part where Jesus went for 40 days into the wilderness and didn't eat. Like, but that's crazy. The reason he was able to do that, make that decision is because he was full of the Spirit. You can't be led by the Spirit unless you're full of the Spirit. He was led into the des desert because he saw with different eyes. 
We need those eyes. We need those different eyes. We see with our own eyes. We'll see our donuts with our own eyes, right? But he wants us to see with his eyes. And when he went into the desert, he was not thinking, I can't wait to go into the desert and not eat donuts for 40 days. I can't wait to go in the desert and be tempted by the devil every single day. I can't wait. No, he was looking with different eyes. We need those eyes. You could take any two of you, any two of us in the room. Um, I'm going to do a magic trick, David. It's not really a magic trick, but could you wheel this over to right over here? Take any two people in the room who are both categorically saved. Everything about them, you would say, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to heaven. They're, they're good people. They're, they're right. But they, say, they see things with two different eyes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They see things with two different eyes. Take a, a sin, for instance, any sin. We could ask you to give me any examples, but then you'll be incriminating yourself. So I'll, I will share whether it's an opportunity to gossip about another person. Well, that's not that bad. It's a little, well, whether it's an opportunity to cheat on your taxes. You give two people the option. They could both be categorically saved and they might do two different things. You might use the example of looking lustfully upon another person or looking lustfully upon another uh, car or, or something like that. One is filled with the Spirit and walks in the Spirit and they might choose the right thing. They might choose to not give in to looking lustfully upon another person, or they might choose to uh, do the right thing. The other person might have been filled with the Holy Spirit, but lately they've been filling their uh, mind with Coke, cocaine, or whatever it is. No, Coke is not the devil, but this is a color. It's the black, black in color, so I'm using it. They might have filled, filled their life with um, who knows what, and it starts to get murky. Well, they were filled at one time, but it's starting to, it's, it, it doesn't taste that good. It doesn't taste that bad, but it doesn't taste that good. And they start to fill their minds with other things. And then you have someone making the decision to um, cheat on their taxes because they don't have anything that's causing them to live cleanly and li live rightly. Or you fill in the blank of your sin. Well, I don't have any sin. Okay, well. You're special, so don't <laughs> fill in yours. You do have sin. Fill in whatever it is, right? That, yeah, pride. Pride is your sin. <laughs> one is filled with the Spirit, and one is, was filled with the Spirit, but now has let other things come in. And one is going to respond completely different. Well, what does this have to do with being closer to God what does this have to do with my worship what does this have to do with my prayer time what does this have to do with my devotional time it has everything to do with it because without being filled with the spirit often everybody say often you will have no desire for um for God you'll you'll start to be this way and you'll have no desire and and the more that you feel you start to the more it gets in there, the more it starts to taste pretty good. Hmm. It's tasting better. It's actually not my illustration, but 
That worked out perfect. It does. It starts to taste better the more you get in there because you are you. What you're hungry for is what you're eating, and what the more you eat of it, the more you're hungry for it, and you forget. Well, this is just water. I don't even like the taste of water anymore. Could you pass the Coca-Cola, please? Could you pass the demonic Coca-Cola? No. <laughs> but um, I've not tried this. But if you if you are this way and you start to refill. Um, your mind, and I'm going to need uh, help from Pastor Jim. Would you come up and hold this? If you start to refill, um, hey, I'm talking here. I'm the preacher. <laughs> He's kind of like, well, what I see about this is, no, this is me. You start to refill, and, and oh, my goodness, look what happens. It changes back, and you know what? Oh, it's, thank you. That is not a magic trick. Anyone can do this. It was really simple. But I still see, I still see a tint of uh, of sin in my life. So I'm going to continue to refill. And the more you do it, the more it cleans you out. And the more you're uh, delicious, <laughs> yes, delicious. <laughs> the more <laughs> your your mind is clean. Come up to the altar if you're here. Worship team, would you come up and would you move this uh, over, my brother? Uh, David is my uh, magician assistant. It requires intentionality and pushing other things out. As I poured that, as I started to pray, as I started to worship, as I started to come back to church, as I started to read my Bible, as I started to make the decision to spend time with Jesus instead of spending time with, um, you name it, whatever it is for you, spending time uh, with The Bachelor. No, I'm just kidding. I don't ever watch that show, but some of you do including my wife sometimes. That's why she needs to be in here. <laughs> but how do we know which glass we are? Are we the, are we the clean glass or are we the soda glass? Which are the, the demonic glass, I guess, the evil glass? If you read further in Galatians chapter 5, it talks about um, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the evidence that you're filled with the Spirit. If you're filled with the Spirit, you'll see the fruit of the Spirit in your life. You'll see love, joy, peace, patience kindness gentleness you'll see those things come out if you're not filled with the spirit you'll see a lot of other ugly ugly things come out um, Galatians 5 goes on to say what they are I want to read it in the message version it's very colorful it says this is what happens this is the kind of stuff that comes out when you're not filled with the spirit it says Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 it says it's obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Even in the other version, it's pretty colorful too, so read it in that too. But repetitive, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness. An um, whew, it's kind of depressing. <laughs> Trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, it's funny. Are you laughing at that or are you laughing at something? Yeah, that's what the message version, that's how it explains it. Cutthroat competition, all-consuming yet never satisfied once. A brutal temper, ooh. An impotence to love or be loved. Divided homes, divided lives, small-minded, lopsided pursuits. The vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions. Ugly parodies of community. And then he says, I could go on. In other words, in the NIV version, it says, um, it says like, um, 
you get the and the like you get the picture so if your sin wasn't mentioned that's what's filling you and he says all of these unsatisfying temptations will cause you to do one thing and that is become dry that is to become less than filled with the holy spirit i need some music come on baby come on baby we need refills would you all agree with me I'm going to call you to, to uh, two challenges today. Before I do, um, we have about five minutes together. I want you to just kind of, just kind of uh, uh, meditate, kind of, um, what's it called, marinate? <laughs> when, uh, just marinate on who you are and then get really fast off of who you are and who God is in your life. And then I'm going to give you a challenge as we close. And I'm expecting everyone to take the challenge, whether you want to or not, because I know it's best for you. If you don't want to, you don't have to. But God's calling you to a higher level of purity. God's calling everyone in the room to a higher level of holiness. God's calling all of us to a level of righteousness. Now, everyone in the room could say, well, yeah, I know that person needs it but not me. Well, I need it, but they need it more than me. Everyone's got someone in your mind, or maybe you don't, maybe you're humble, but some of you, that's what you're thinking. No, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about you. We all need to be called to a higher level. I'm calling you to a higher level of holiness today. And it's not easy, but with the Holy Spirit filling you, it makes it easier to walk in the Spirit. And I promise It'll bring about fruit in the, in the spirit in your life, and you'll be happy with where you are. Let's take a moment right now, and then I'll challenge you. You might see some of your kids come in. Probably all your kids. The leaders are going to be bringing them in to you. I want to do something together as your family. If you don't have kids here, that's, that's okay. I have something else I'll address with you. But I believe that as we do this together, as families, uh, we'll see God do some special things in our life. Um, you can bring the kids to their... Or actually, maybe, is it easier for the kids? To, yeah, you don't know their parents. Would you come up and get your kids? We can't do this in a big church, but we can do it here, so I'm going to just do it. You're like, don't bring me my kid right now. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get saved right now. Here's a here's this cute girl right here. Together for my How do we get how do we get refilled? That's a question question you might ask the logical answers come to church are you listening I know that they're cuter than me but how do we get refilled we come to church we read our Bibles we pray we worship we serve in ministry we become givers not getters we become 
uh, surrendered instead of keeping our lives to ourselves. All these things. But I know that if you've served Jesus any, any length of time, some of you would say, and you could kind of just talk a little bit or play a little bit softer. Any length of time, you would say, I do all those things, but sometimes I'm not refilled. And I want to tell you, when all else fails, ask. Ask. Revelation 3 says, I'd rather you be lukewarm, I'd rather be cold or if you're not hot. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. But I am knocking on the door. If you'll let me in, I'll come in and I'll literally eat with you. I'll, I'll be with you. And I want us to ask for the Holy Spirit in a different way today. Because growing up, and this is fine to do, and there are times for this, and I think we need one like tonight, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> we need a time where we just sit and ask, spend some time worshiping, and just say, God, more of your presence, more of your spirit on my life. Fill me, fill me, fill me. And you don't leave this altar until you feel filled with the Holy Spirit. And maybe you can do that at home. But we're going to do it like this in a very practical way. We're just going to say, you see my family, you see my marriage, whatever is represented in this room today with your kids or with your wife, with your girlfriend or with your church family or you're single, you're by yourself. You say, you see my life, I need more of you. Fill our homes with your spirit. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to pray. And we're not going to underestimate this prayer. And we're not going to expect that this is the last time we ask. The Bible says be filled with the Spirit, and the word truly is continually ask. Be continually filled. Not just Sunday, but Monday. You ask again. You ask again Monday afternoon. You ask again Monday evening. You ask again Monday night. You ask again right when you're going to bed. You ask again the next morning. And the Holy Spirit has plenty, plenty of refills for you. The next time you get upset, I'm just going to kind of speak what's on what's on, on my spirit, the next time you get upset by your kids or the next time you get upset by your wife, the next time you get upset by your husband, you don't blame it on them. You say, I need more of the spirit in my life. I need you. Don't pray, oh, help me not to yell or help me not to sin. You're doing great, Janice. You let them run wherever they want. They're fine. They're fine. Her husband is in the service and he's gone and you just let him run. Well, I don't care. We're going to ask right now before, before the room gets crazy, but would you lift your hands? We're just gonna, I'm going to say the prayer for you, and you, you can repeat it if you want, but I encourage you to repeat it. Say, Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for sending him. Thank you for my forgiveness. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Tell him you are real in my life, Holy Spirit. Tell him I'm not ashamed of you, Holy Spirit. We sometimes kind of just... Leave them out. We're not ashamed of you, Holy Spirit. We need you. Tell them, I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you in my marriage. I need you with my kids. I need you in my family. I need you in my addictions. Some of you, you're addicted to something and you can't get out, out of it. And you're wondering where, why you can't. Because you're so filled with yourself and the things that are going on in your life. You need to be filled with the Spirit or you're never going to break that habit. You're never going to break that addiction. Say, fill me, Holy Spirit. Everybody, fill me, Holy Spirit. Fill me more of you, more of your presence in my life. Help me walk in the Spirit. 
Help me be led by the Spirit in Jesus' name. Doesn't it feel good just to say it? I want you to give, um, if you're if your husband or wife, if you're not married, then don't do this. But if you're married, you give your husband or wife a hug and say, I am going to walk in the Spirit this week. I am going to walk in the Spirit this week. If your parents, if you have kids here that are aged where they understand what we're talking about, I want you to hug your kids. I want your kids, or you go to your parent and you hug them and tell them, I am going to walk in the Spirit this week. I'd like to hear Ben say that, Janice, huh? Ben, I want to hear it. Come on. He is a dynamite. He's a fireball. And this week we prophesied over Ben. This guy right here. Where's he at? We prophesied on Facebook that he's going to be a preacher someday. Would you come up, brother? Come on up. Come on up. Run up. He's going to be a preacher one day. And his mom was like, yeah, I think so. And I, I'm, I'm, and it might be a different kind of preacher. Come on up, too. Are you going to be a preacher, too? Because, um, because my brother is up there because I love Jesus. Oh, she is a preacher. Are you going to be, um, are you going to do something great for God one day or right now? Right now, Ben, are you going to do something great for God? All right. Will you close us in prayer today? Uh huh. Who else wants to come up? You want to come up here too? Come up here. Come stand by Ben and put your arm around him. No, right here. Who else? Who else wants to come up? Anyone else want to come up? We're going to pray for our kids. Come on up. Come on up. Oh, how precious. How precious. We don't even have to plan a music uh, pageant because they're already up here. So they're already being so cute. What was the show I saw um, this week? And they were all saying how cute. Oh, it was the music man. They, they were telling how cute. Um, the kids don't have to do anything, and we're proud of them. Any other kids, little kids, come on up. If you're, like, kind of a bigger kid, like like this guy right here, you're not coming up, I understand. You're too big. We got all these guys up here. Get them up here. Cute. Get up here. I'm going to prophesy over our kids. Get up here if you want to come up. Come on up. While they're coming up, we're going to pray for one couple in our church, and I hope I don't embarrass them. But Brandon and Megan, would you raise your hands? <laughs> I just feel the presence of God when I said that, that I know I, we need to do this because they're going to be fostering some kids. And they were going to have their meeting this week, and then it was snowing, so they didn't get their house approved yet. And um, so they're going to come this week and certify them, which we all need to be certified to have our kids. But so for some reason, it's only when you're fostering. We're going to believe for you guys that God is going to use you in a mighty way. There's, I don't think there's anything closer to God's heart than this. And so, Lord, we just reach our hands towards Brandon and Megan, and we pray, Holy Spirit, fill them overflowing. They're going to need it. They're going to need it. They're going to run out. They're going to need your help. Lord, they're going to go through some disappointments. They're going to go through some tough times, but they're willing to take on this. And Lord, we believe for um, your plan to be fulfilled through them in Jesus' name. There was a reason that they got to this point, and they don't have their own kids. There's a reason because they're going to, they're going to, going to do something amazing in some other kids' lives. They're going to cause them to know Jesus. They're going to cause them to be raised the, the right way. Lord, I thank you for the plan you have for them, and it's not too late. Lord, we thank you for what you're going to accomplish in this time in their life. 
uh, we pray special blessing. We pray that they would walk on air. We pray that they'd walk on clouds, almost feeling like the Holy Spirit is with them so much. Instead of feeling like, uh-oh, I hope you're there. Oh, I hope you're there. Help them not to doubt one bit, that they would just feel your presence on them so strongly that it would almost be like they're going in. There's nothing different than leading a church or preaching in, in, in a in a in a revival then then when we serve jesus and we do what we're called to do your spirit fills us i pray they would fill in jesus name and before all these kids run away would you pray would you reach your hands out towards them um we thank you for our kids we thank you for all the teenagers represented in this room we thank you for all the college kids that have walked away from you for a while and we thank you that they're coming back to you and lord i pray for these specific ones these really cute kids up here Really cute kids. I pray that they would never, ever return to you because they're never going to leave you in Jesus' name. That they would be reached before they ever have to be rescued. In Jesus' name. Would you pray that over protection over them? We don't pray for our kids enough. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for our children. In Jesus' name. We pray they'd be examples to us. And we pray that we would be a little bit more like them in Jesus' name. Who wants to pray? Do you want to? I need, think you need to pray for us. Would you pray that we would have a good day? Ben, say. Come on. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you. Yes. Close your eyes. Close your hands. Close your hands. Okay, now pray that we have a great day. We have a great day. You want to pray too, Henry? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Whatever you want to pray. Yeah. Just pray whatever you want. Thank for my mom and dad. Much in this case. Thank you for my mom and dad because. Because I did school in the classroom. Uh oh, we're going down. Hello, go. Okay, Sean, you're in me. Thank you. Okay, your turn. <laughs> Thank you for my mommy and dad, and I love them. And thank you for my mommy and Thank you for Jesus. For my church. How to make sure it. Amen. Amen. He said you're dismissed. He's like, get out of here. All right, have a good day. Bless you.